0: Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Something Borrowed podcast. I'm Betsy. And I'm Amanda. And we're your hosts. Today, Amanda is sharing her real-time Hawaii updates. Okay, so this feels super cringy to do in real life, but... We are at the Philly airport. It's January 5th at 6 p.m. and we are getting ready to board our first flight on our way to Hawaii. Everything is on time at this point. Um, We left home around 2.45, and then Zach's parents drove us to Philly, to the airport. We arrived around 5 p.m., hit almost no traffic. There was no one in line for bags. No one in line for security. We walked right through. Zach's picking up some dinner, and we should be on our flight in the next hour. Our first stop is Phoenix, Arizona, and then we'll spend the night there and be on to Hawaii tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Okay, it's 11:30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on January 5th, and we are in at the double tree by the phoenix airport <laughs> everything went exactly on time for flights today we were super lucky and then um because this was this is technically a layover even though um there's 12 hours between our flights and we are leaving the airport and getting a hotel room um our main checked bags went straight on through to hawaii so We didn't even have to stop at baggage. We got off the plane around 10.30 Mountain Standard, which um, is 12.30 Eastern, walked right out, um, got in a shuttle that this Doubletree provides, and we're in our room within probably 20, 30 minutes of getting off the plane. So that was super easy. And so far, we feel like this was the right way to go to Hawaii because we're already making the transition basically halfway um, tonight to the time zone that we'll be in tomorrow in Hawaii. And we're going to get, you know, a full night's sleep and not be on a plane. But uh, maybe ask us that again tomorrow after we've seen how that second flight goes. But for now, uh, good night. Okay, so we're back in the Phoenix International Airport. It's 9.30 in the morning, Mountain Standard Time, which is 11.30 for us, Eastern Time. Um, and we had a we had a great night's sleep at the double Tree. Basically got in, took showers, heads hit the pillows, and we went to bed and... We woke up around 8, 8.30 this morning um, and got ready, walked around for 20 minutes or so just to get our bodies moving and then took the free airport shuttle back over to the airport, walked straight through security and uh, yeah, now we're about an hour to an hour and a half from our flight time which so far is staying on time and we're just trying to Whole time by walking around and making sure we get some steps in before we sit on the plane for seven hours. Oh, and today is officially January 6th, which is our fifth anniversary. So happy anniversary, Zach. Okay, so it's now nine o'clock on January 6th in Hawaii time, and we are at the Modern Hotel in Waikiki Beach in Honolulu. Um, So for anyone that's keeping score, it's 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we started out yesterday morning, and it's midnight in Mountain Standard Time, where we woke up in Phoenix this morning. We... Everything went exactly to plan with our travels. We took off as scheduled around 11.15 in the morning, Mountain Standard. We landed around 2.30 p.m. Hawaii time. Um, And we were checked into our hotel and getting showered and settled in by 5 o'clock. So basically all we did tonight after that was just stroll Waikiki. We got some acai bowls, and um, they have every Friday night on Waikiki Beach fireworks. And so we watched the fireworks, and we are ready to crash promptly at 9 p.m. Okay, so it is now 1 o'clock in Hawaii, which, again, is after 6 and good old Eastern Standard Time. Um, we are on the streets of Waikiki walking around. We fell asleep around 9.30 last night and woke up, what, 7 a.m.? Yeah. Some, some of us earlier than others. We are up and out of the hotel by 8. We've walked, I think, I want to say about probably five miles by now just exploring. And now... We are two, less than two hours from our check-in time at Alani, so we're gonna head back to our car and drive up there. Can't wait, but what else did we do this morning? We kind of just strolled, explored everything. I mean, it's obviously you know beautiful here. And then we picked up lunch at Duke's Waikiki, which we've eaten at Duke's in La Jolla and Malibu, California previously, so that was fun to kind of revisit. And now, Zach is trying Kona Coffee Purveyors coffee, which was, what, $6 a cup and $46 for a bag. So he's gonna give us a little review of, of the coffee. Was it worth it? let see,
1: I'll, I'll give a nice, loud sip into the mic.
0: You hold it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's worth it. It's, um. Very fruity, well, some floral notes, um, very earthy. I think those are conflicting. I have no clue what I'm actually saying.
0: Okay, but. so for anyone who's keeping score, he's full of crap, but... Uh, Worth it. There you have it. On to Alani. Okay, it's just about 9 o'clock p.m. in Hawaii, and um, since we last talked, we walked um, back to pick up our car and, um, oh yeah, we had rented a car right uh, at the airport, a Ford Mustang convertible to drive around the island all week. And I think that was kind of a last minute decision, but I think it was a great choice because now um, it's going to be about like 30, 45 minutes from all of the hikes and things that we want to do at the resort. Um, so we're glad that we have the car so that we can easily get around throughout the week instead of having to book excursions and stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so we, we on our way back to pick up the car at the Modern in Waikiki, we um, stopped at a place called Tropical Tribe. This is where we had got a um on Friday night and They also randomly serve Brazilian cheese bread there, which if you're an allergy person, Brazilian cheese bread is always gluten-free. And so this is like such a huge novelty and I was so excited they had it. So we got a little snack um, and then just strolled Waikiki one last time for this weekend and um, got our car back at the Modern. On our way to... Um, Alani, we stopped in the city at a, a historical landmark that used to be the Royal Palace in Hawaii. And so we didn't do an official tour or anything. We just kind of walked around the property for 10, 15 minutes, um, street parked right in front of it, which cost us like a, maybe a buck for that amount of time. And it was really pretty property. And we saw some like chickens strolling around the grounds. Um, Yeah, and then we hopped in the car and we were pulling up at Alani right around three, which is when our check-in actually was. We had thought it was four, but check-in was at three. Um, And Alani is about twenty miles from Waikiki, um, so thirty or forty-five minutes depending on the traffic. And it, it is unbelievably stunning. Like as we pulled up, we our jaws just dropped. We've never stayed at a hotel. Quite like this. It's phenomenal. It's in a part of Oahu called Koalina Cove. So it's like a little cove um, of beach that basically is shared by the Four Seasons, Oahu and Alani. And it's really beautiful. I mean, the water is so clear. You can see everything. Um, it's super safe and mild. There's no like big waves coming into this little cove. And then, um, yeah, the hotel itself is just stunning. So right away, we ran up to our room and uh, after we checked in to drop off our bags and stuff. And the room is massive. We booked a, I mean, obviously, it's, it's a, like a DVC resort. So I think the DVC rooms tend to be larger in my experience. Um, and we asked for a single king bed. So we have a king bed, then there's a full couch, which I assume would be a pullout if you needed it um, next to it and like a big TV. And we also booked for a partial ocean view. So that means that if you booked a full ocean view, you'd be facing internally to the resort and the cove, which would be then you'd be able to see out to the ocean. We're on the kind of flip side of the resort. So you can see the mountains and then part of the ocean, um, kind of away from the cove. Uh, so it's really beautiful. We do have like some parking and like the, the road that you can see, but we wanted to be able to see the mountains too, which is why we specifically chose this view. So the room is perfect. Can't complain there. It's, you know, we've stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, Kadani Village, which is DVC, and it reminds me a lot of that room, but bigger. Um, obviously we have a nice balcony, huge bathroom, um, so yeah, I can't complain. And then after that, we uh, went down and um, we just wanted to kind of walk around, but we stumbled upon the store and they had uh, some of their Christmas items out for 45% off because it's now, you know, two weeks or so after Christmas. And so we bought like the cutest Mickey Alani um, Santa plate and cup and then a really cute um, quarter zip sweatshirt that has like Mickey and goofy Pluto and Donald with like Mickey hats and I mean Santa hats and it's um, and it says Alani. So uh, we bought all that for like less than 50 bucks, I think. So then we had to go back up to the room and we decided just to change into bathing suits and see what we wanted to do. So at that point we went down to check out the pool area and the ocean. And basically, I mean, it's it's just phenomenal. It's like you walk right out on the first floor and there's a lazy river that kind of goes all around the um, pool garden area and then... There are multiple different hot tubs and two, I think, different pool areas that um, really like the pool areas look out right onto, like you're just kind of like a level above the ocean and they look right out into the ocean. And then if you walk down some stairs, then you're right there at the beach, which has of course its own umbrellas and uh, lounge chairs and things set up. And so we, we went right down to the beach, and this was so gorgeous, this beach, so clean. And we kind of laid in the sun for a little and then got in the water a little bit, too. Um, the weather's been perfect. I mean, the high is like 80 every day. Um, it definitely feels hotter in the sun. I've never experienced sun that's quite as bright and hot as the sun here in Hawaii, and I don't, I'm not sure quite... Why it's so um so much different than even like Florida where I'm perfectly comfortable in the sun. But yeah, definitely I would say make sure you have tons of sunscreen and um water and that type of thing. But it's it feels great, um, especially given that it's been so dreary in the northeast lately in in, you know, December, January. So um we spent just a little bit of time in the sun and in the water and then we decided to go up and we were going to um get something to eat and so we looked around at the different walk-up food areas and we picked a little uh, area by the pool that has seating called on the reef and um, this is—it's no reservation, but they do like there is a wait staff that serves you. So we walked right up, and we um, were given menus, and uh, they didn't really have true allergy menu here, but I just made do with asking questions and figuring out what would work. And so Zach ended up getting a sh- garlic shrimp flatbread, which um, he said was phenomenal. And I ended up getting a um, chicken BL, chicken club BLT, which was good. Um, and then we decided at this point it was like 5.45, I think. And the sun was going to set in 20 minutes. So we said, how about we just get into the hot tub, which the hot tub is actually even more like of an infinity kind of hot tub that you look right at the water from it, at the ocean, and um, the sun sets on this side of the island. So we got in the hot tub and watched the sunset from the hot tub, which was awesome. And here at Alani there are, I think two, maybe three hot tubs that are you have to be 18 or older to get in. So we were in one of those adult only hot tubs, which was really nice and peaceful. Everyone there was just there to watch the sunset. And, um, and then we went back upstairs to change out of our wet clothing. Um, and we just threw on, actually, threw on the sweatshirt that I bought today at Alani. And because after the sun goes down, um, you know, it's in like the low seventies, so it could be a little bit chillier in the shade. Not, this is definitely not cold by any stretch of the imagination, but cool enough to throw on a sweatshirt and we this area um between all of the resorts has this really long beach walk um and there's kind of multiple coves and they're connected by this really nice walkway and it's very well lit so you can walk from like four seasons to alani to there's like a marriott resort um so we walked that trail for a while, but we didn't get to the end of it just because we were starting to get tired and we, we didn't really know um, where it went and it was also dark. So that was really nice little stroll. And of course, all the resorts, including Alani, have lots of live music and um, you know tiki torches and pretty lighting. So it was really fun to walk around and see what this area is like. And then when we got back... Um, Alani has a, its own app. It doesn't use the typical Disney World app. And so on the Alani app, I could see different activities that are happening. And this is also where you can find out when to meet characters. There weren't any characters out that we saw this afternoon, but we'll keep an eye out on the app this week um, and hopefully try to at least see Mickey and maybe Stitch. Oh, and also before we actually did the beach walk, we wanted to get Dole Whip. And we went to the Ulu Cafe, which is another one of the um, walk-up type restaurants here. And unfortunately, that's where they serve the Dole Whip, but their Dole Whip machine wasn't working, and so they could only do the pineapple vanilla twist, which another heads up for allergy people, if you're dairy-free, they actually, the, the vanilla is just basically regular ice cream. It's not truly Dole Whip in the sense that it's not, um, dairy free. So I, you know, I couldn't have that. So I got a little Mickey, uh, marshmallow bar, which, um, I just took, you know, a few bites of for a little something sweet and something Mickey. And, um, yes, we did that. We, I had that on our walk also, but, um, Anyway, when we got back from the walk, I had seen on the app that at 7.45, there was going to be a fire pit with a storyteller, and so we knew it would probably be a little bit more geared towards kids, but we still thought it would be fun to sit at the fire and listen to their little story, and it was so cute. Um... It's like they're little like I would say sort of like Hawaiian tall tales and it's this huge fire pit and everyone sits around and they play the ukulele and they sing us sing songs and they tell the story and so that was really fun and then literally after that it was only a little after eight o'clock but we were so tired we wanted to completely unpack and get our room in order and then get ready for bed and so that's what we're doing now. Um, yeah, so it was a great day and we're both just absolutely wowed by this resort and just so excited to see what the rest of the week here brings. Oh, back again at 9pm on, was this, Sunday, January 8th, which is our first full day, um, where we haven't been moving hotels or anything like that. And today was a great day. Um, we've continued to wake up between 7 and 7.30 at the latest every morning that we've been here. Well, I guess it's only been two mornings, but still. And I guess we've decided that it's probably better not to get totally off of Eastern time. So even though we normally wouldn't wake up that early, we're going to bed probably by 10, 10.30 in waking up by seven. Um, and that works out nicely to enjoy the cooler mornings. So today we got up around that time, slowly got ready, and were on our way by, I want to say, a little after 8.30, 8.45. Um, and we were trying to head to one of the more popular hikes which is Coco crater um, but we accidentally mapped to the wrong spot and instead instead found the nearby spitting caves, which was pretty cool. It's like a little tiny trail it maybe literally took like two minutes to walk down and then you're on top of some cliffs and behind you it's really you're just parked in like a very kind of fancy neighborhood. So there you can see the, you know, basically the mansions on the cliffs behind you. And then um, there's one area where there's a cave that kind of, when the waves are high enough, it sort of warp whirlpools in that cave and then the water spits back out. So it's kind of cool to watch. and Just a beautiful view. And then after that, since we were only like a couple blocks away, we stopped at what, what they call the China Walls, which were kind of just like flat rock walls on the coast in the same neighborhood. And um, there were just people like literally diving off the cliffs into the ocean, which we weren't up for, but it was fun to watch for a couple minutes. And I guess I guess it's an area for a lot of surfing, but we didn't really see anyone surfing or any major waves at that time. Um, but again, you just are parking in a neighborhood in front of houses, but all of the oceanfront is public in Hawaii. So you can just walk through the trails and park in front of the houses and whatever. So that was nice. And then it ended up being like 1030 by the time we got to the actual trailhead for Koko Crater. And so it was a little bit later than we wanted because it's pretty sunny like the whole way up. Um so we knew it would be at this point not done till around noon and then it would be really high heat and sun, but we went for it anyway and this is a cool trail because it's like an old some sort of military train that to take things to the top of the awesome. I think so. To <laughs> take things to the top of that mountain and they turn the rail into basically steps that you can hike up and it's a thousand steps to get to the top. Um, so, I mean, it, it's not that long, but because of this direct sunlight and the fact that you're like going up the stairs, it was pretty difficult. It took us like an hour to get to the top and there were definitely points we thought I wasn't going to make it anyway and what we were talking after that like the the thing about hiking like that we enjoy is that you have to have the moment where you don't think you can make it to the top and then when you make it to the top it's like this huge accomplishment and there was a great breeze and and if you look if you just turn at the top of the stairs and look out you see a beautiful view of kind of one side of the island you can see like houses and whatever and the ocean but if you actually just walk like a couple more feet um over past that you can actually see the other side too and this is a amazing view um so it's totally worth it and then the way down is just killer on your knees but much quicker um so we did that and then we stopped and got a nice sable at like another local place um which was really good every like it seems like much more popular to have honey in them here than I've ever seen and definitely adds something and then um after that we decided to try to hit a couple other spots that were in the area even though our legs were pretty tired and well we were pretty tired so we drove by the what is it the halona blowhole blowhole but there we there was no parking there. A lot of these spaces, like these places only have a couple of parking spaces. Um, so we drove past it just a short way and we saw that there was some parking at the Sandy Beach Park. So we were like, we'll park here and then we'll walk up to the blowhole. But um, there actually was a beach right there and Zach couldn't, he needed to get into the water at this point in the day, <laughs> he couldn't wait any longer. And this was crazy. Like there were crazy waves, and this was the first time I've actually seen anyone surf. I think in my life, which was pretty amazing to watch the people surfing. But Zach went into the water for maybe five minutes and came out and said, "Like that was really fun, but it's the waves are brutal." And then right after that, after he got out, we heard an announcement from the lifeguard stand, basically saying. This is, like, not a beach for swimming. This is for expert-level surfers and bodyboarders only. And, like, we have a lot of, like, serious accidents here. And so anyone inexperienced needs to get out of the water. So that was definitely not anything we would hear or see in the Northeast. But it was very cool to watch, the people who knew what they were doing. Um, and the water seemed warmer there than at the lagoon by... Uh, Alani, but yes, yeah, so then we walked just like around along the highway for maybe five minutes to get to where the blowhole is, which is basically another cliff where there's like a hole in the middle of it. So when the wa- waves, tides come up, all of a sudden, like water will just squirt out of this random hole in the rocks, which was kind of fun to watch. There was this one guy who kept like standing right over it, which was kind of funny to watch. And then we drove back to Alani. We were pretty tired at that point. I think when we got back to Alani, it was almost 4 o'clock. And we pretty much immediately came upstairs, changed into pool clothing, picked up a Dole Whip, and I sat on the beach and ate the Dole Whip while Zach went into the lagoon a little bit to, with some goggles to see if he could see any fish. I'm not as into going into the ocean, but I like to sit in the sun, so it works out. And then we went in the Lazy River for the first time. We did a full trip around the Lazy River, but at this point it was like, it must have been almost 5 o'clock, and it was actually kind of cloudy. So it was probably in the high 70s, maybe even the low 80s, but it felt cool in the water, so we decided to get into the hot tub. Spent maybe a half an hour in the hot tub. We went to the lower level of, like, the double-decker hot tub where you could look out over the ocean. It's, like, an infinity hot tub almost. It looks like it's going right into the ocean. It's not, but it looks like it. And we sat there for a while, and that was just, like, so peaceful and beautiful. And, again, this is, like, an 18-plus only section of the resort, which is nice. Um and then after that, we decided to go upstairs and change and shower and find some dinner. And we ended up at the, I'll probably say it wrong, Ol- Olilo room, which is basically a lounge connected to one of the table service restaurants here. And we walked right up and got right in, no wait. And the food was great. We had a great meal. And the atmosphere is amazing. We sat out. It's basically like you could sit inside or outside. We sat outside. They had live musicians playing the whole time. And it was just beautiful out there. At this point, the whole resort was lit up because it is after sunset. And we ate. Zach had a poke, poke bowl. And I had some sushi. Got like a pineapple cobbler dessert, and it was really nice. And then after that, it was like 7:40 when we were done, and we decided we looked on the app, and at 7:45 there was like a hula show out by the pool, so we decided to just walk over and check it out. And this was really cute. It was something for their 10th anniversary, which doesn't really make sense because the 10th anniversary was in August of 2011, but you know. Disney dates, um, so they just did like like maybe like a 10-15 minute little show with some um, girls did some different style hula dances and the whole theme was about the anniversary of Alani so that was really really nice um, and after that we just went up to get ready for bed so it's been a really good day here at Alani. Hi, it's twelve seventeen here in Hawaii, and I am laying on Waimea Bay Beach right now, Zach is in the ocean, um, I'm trying to watch some surfers, this is the north shore of Oahu, and this is supposedly where all the surfing is, and this is like the biggest time of year, and there's surf competitions all around, it's a little bit late in the day, so I'm not sure if that's why we're not seeing a ton of surfing. But there are maybe three or four surfers out there. They just haven't caught any waves yet. But still, the waves to us are pretty massive. This is a gorgeous area, though, because it's really residential and remote. And it's just, like, mountains all around you and the ocean straight in front of you. And it's just clear as anything I've ever seen. Um, but anyway, so yeah, last night we fell asleep really early. It was like 9.30, I think. And we woke. when we woke up, it was like... Um, we woke up between like 6 and 7. I, I was a little bit earlier than him because I fell asleep a little earlier. So it was super early. We kind of got out of the room by probably 8 o'clock at the latest. Got out. We walked the whole koalina beach walk around the different lagoons and resorts all the way to the end and then back up to the resort and then we walked out across the street to the little um there's like a little shopping center and we got some breakfast there at a place called eggs and things which was amazing um i had ahi with like a macadamia nut coating and eggs and rice, so good. Um, and Zach had some sort of Hawaiian loco moco. And then we got ourselves together and drove almost an hour to the North Shore so we could try to watch some surfing today. And um, on our way we stopped at a Wailua Coffee, which was a recommended coffee shop out here. It's kind of like in a little hole in the wall place, but I'm not a coffee drinker, but apparently it was very good. So now we're here at the beach. We're we going the wrong direction. Seriously?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, we're reporting live from Lost in the Jungle in Oahu. <laughs> um, yeah, let's turn around. Um tree, right? No, we didn't go under a tree like that. So let's pick up where we left off and uh, as we try to calmly navigate ourselves out of here. So last I talked to you, I think we were at Waimea Bay Beach in the North Shore yesterday. And after that, we drove a little bit further to um, Bonsai, the Bonsai Pipeline, which is a specific area of ocean, right, kind of just like a short, maybe like literally three minutes walk from another state park you can park your car at. Um, And the Bonsai Pipeline is a, like supposedly one of the best surfs in the whole world. And the reason is because the, the way the waves come in right there, they make like perfect barrels to surf in. And they, at this time of year, is like the, the best time of year for surfing. And so there are all kinds of surfing events happening around the North Shore. And there was something, some kind of white claw surf event or something happening at the pipeline yesterday and it's just a lot of people like videotaping their surfs to promote I guess different sponsors or whatever they're doing and a lot of the like some of the houses there will have like a symbol like the one right there at the pipeline has like a Volcom symbol so it's like they own that house and surfers come and stay there when they're surfing I guess that are sponsored by them so that was honestly my favorite thing we've done on the trip. I could have sat there literally all day and watched the amazing surfing happening and like to see people I think we only caught one person who truly came like through the whole barrel and that was pretty amazing. <laughs> I loved that. And they all were like wearing like helmets and stuff. Like it's it's super intense and serious. So you're like, you're not getting in the water there. You definitely shouldn't. Um, and like it's, there's like big boulders of rock right there in like the middle of the pipeline area. So I don't even know how, how they're surfing and not hitting that stuff. It was pretty crazy. And we saw type of surfers who were like literally doing flips and like um, all kinds of really cool tricks like that, and body boarders. Um, so that was awesome. And then what did we do, Zach? Oh, we went, oh, yeah. We drove up to an acai place called Sunrise Shack, which is just like an outdoor, like, little uh, a- a smoothie bowl place, and that was really good. Um, we got two different bowls. Yeah, yeah, but we ended up, we couldn't stay there long because there were chickens just, like, having the run of the, like, little seating area there. And honestly, that happened to us earlier in the day. At breakfast, there were chickens and birds that we sat outside, and they were, like, as soon as someone would get up, they'd swarm the table. It was, like, like the, the server who obviously, like, lives here was, like, totally unfazed, but we were, like, oh, ah! Uh, so that was pretty funny, but... Yeah, so we decided to walk across the street while we ate our bowls to another beach, Sunset Beach Park, I think it's called. And we just kind of stood there and ate our bowls. We, there was like some cats that just were like living there on the beach and, some, and tons of chickens. It's pretty crazy. Um, and then we drove up to Turtle Bay which i think we might have had our wires crossed on that cuz there is a beach i'm not sure what it's called where like there's signs that like there's a bunch of turtle like oh. that's the one where we drove by like, i saw some signage about the turtles oh. but turtle bay is actually just like a big resort property but of course you have they have to let you know anyone on the beach because the beaches are public so you could just park right there in a parking lot and it was kind of like a similar thing to what what's at koalina like a, a lagoon right off the the hotel and zach swam in there a little and i sat on the beach there were some like kind of like little tide pools which was kind of interesting i sat there
1: a lot of
0: yeah, he said there was more colorful fish in that lagoon than what... He, I guess than what he's seen yet at Kowalina. Um And then after that, we headed back to the resort, I think. And... Um, we had wanted to do some like tours that they, they do at the resort to kind of tell you about the art and the nature and stuff there at the resort. But we didn't realize that, like, you have to sign up for them first thing in the morning, or they fill up. So we realized once we got there, we wouldn't be able to do them. And... Oh! He's saying, on the way, on the drive back, which, by the way, this um, drive was amazing. Like, the drive between Koalina and the North Shore was much prettier um, than between, like, Waikiki and... Kovalina, I think we're going to go right here.
1: No, that's where we came from. We just came from there.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. And um, this is real time, and we're not even kidding. <laughs> and so uh, we started to smell. We had the t- top down. Oh. And we started to smell some, like, super sour, rotten pineapple smell. And we realized we were at the Dole property and we didn't really want to like spend our money there because I don't know the history of the place seems a little, I'm just not sure (laughs) if it's good to sort of support. But we took a break, pulled into the parking lot, saw kind of their gift shop, which was kind of, I mean, super touristy. I guess they have some sort of like. Maze and, like, a little train ride and, like, probably more if you had kids, maybe it would be something to do. Um, but we just, like, walked through the gift shop and then didn't see anything that sparked our interest and left. Um, but, yeah, once we got back to the resort, we couldn't do the um, tours we'd wanted to do. So we just kind of, like... Did the we did the slide. There's two slides, I think. At least. Two that I've seen. That are kind of they start inside the like volcano that's at the center of the what what would sort of be like the water it's like a little water park area of the property, which is the very center of the hotel. So we did the one that you take tubes up. And that was really fun. It's like a like you're encircled inside of a tube. Uh, a tunnel, I mean, and the water has been cold in like the lazy river, and the that kind of lets you out right at the lazy river. So then we ran across and went into the hot tub, watched the sunset from the hot tub again, and then pretty much went upstairs, got showers and stuff, and then this was the bad part of the evening. We had trouble finding food that I could eat. So, Alani doesn't really seem to follow the same standards with allergies as Disney World. And to be perfectly honest with... I, I, I shouldn't even use the term allergy because I just have some, like, different sensitivities. But, um, so, they don't, like, provide you with, like, an allergy menu anywhere. And, like, I don't know, it's very hard to figure out what you can and cannot eat. And a lot of the different areas with food closed by like five o'clock. So we went, to, we, our plan was to go to Ulu Cafe and like pick up some to-go food. And then they were showing Raya and the Last Dragon on the lawn and maybe just sit, watch some of the movie while we ate and then go from there. But it ended up taking us like an hour and a half to figure out what we were gonna do food-wise because they had nothing I could eat at Ulu Cafe. I just wanted chicken fingers and french fries because I've been eating a lot of smoothies and things that aren't very hearty, and I just wanted some carbs and some meat. And everywhere at Disney World, you can get chicken fingers and french fries that are gluten-sensitive. They they didn't have that. They said the only thing they have is gluten-free flatbread. And... Um, They were out of the actual gluten-free flatbreads. Plus, with the multiple allergies, like there wasn't really anything, any toppings that were like super good for me to have, at least not with meat, which is kind of what I needed. So I was a little bit of a mess. Um, But we ended up, then there's like a restaurant across the, in the shopping center across from Milani, but it would have taken too long. At this point, we were so hungry. So we ordered from the off, is it off the hook or off the, off the hook uh, to go. And this was the second time we've eaten there. And basically all I can really get is like a chicken club on gluten-free bread, which is fine. It's just like, it stinks when you're, you know, paying a lot of money for a place and they can't provide you with like good food. Um but so we ended up t- and Zach got like some sort of smoked chicken barbecue thing from there, and while all this was going on, we were doing laundry um because I underpacked, and that is the road, folks. we've found our way out um, and that costs like. We hadn't packed Tide, so between buying the Tide and doing the wash and the dry, it cost us like 10 bucks. And nothing was really super dry. So we had to hang everything on the line, but we just ate on the balcony in our room. Um, And then we did a little bit of a walk around. Um, to kind of try to keep ourselves awake a little bit later so we didn't wake up at 6 o'clock and put on Lilo and Stitch 2 and went to bed. And then today we woke up. We didn't really get up till after 8, which was good. And we went down and we signed up to do a tour later today Um, around 9 o'clock. We got there and they already had one of the tours sold out but we were able to sign up for the 6.30 p.m. What is it?
1: This is a hunting grounds for pigs and goats you can bag.
0: Oh, great. Cool. Um, So, yeah, we we got there at 9 o'clock, and the nature tour was already sold out for today, but we were able to sign up for the art tour for 6.30 today. And then we hiked the Diamond Head Crater which was a very easy hike. Anyone could basically do it, but you have to sign up and get a time slot ahead of time. And it costs like five bucks a person, plus 10 bucks to park. So we signed up on Saturday and couldn't get a spot till today. So our time slot was at 10. So that was about 45 minutes away back towards Waikiki. We did the hike, it was a beautiful view. And now we're headed to lunch and we decided to stop at this, what is it? Like Lulu Ho Waterfall? which is a hike through the jungle but like it was supposed to be like half a mile super easy but we got lost in there never found never found it and now we're back in the car headed to go find lunch. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this ridiculous segment. Okay, it's now 11:30 on Wednesday, November 11th. The last time we updated you was Almost 24 hours ago when we uh, just were getting out from being lost in the jungle a little bit there, Um, we've opted to go to a waterfall that's a little bit more of a a set nature area and uh, trail and stuff. That's where we're walking to right now. Anyway, so we ate lunch at Paya Fish Market, which was awesome. It's kind of like set up to be casual, like you go up and order at the counter, but then it's it's not cheap, it's little, it's like fresh catch fish, so it's not, you know, super inexpensive. But I got fish taco and a shrimp taco and it comes with like kind of like breakfast potatoes, I think they call them or something. Um, Super delicious. And Zach got, I think, like a sautéed mahi-mahi, which he said was phenomenal. And we left our car in that area and walked to a nearby beach called Kailua, which maybe was like a 20 or 30-minute walk from where the restaurant was and this beach was absolutely stunning but then if you walked like another 20 minutes along the highway you got to a little town called Lani Kai and there's a beach there and you can see these two masses coming out from the ocean and it's just stunning. I mean it looks like you're in pictures of I've seen of like Japan or Thailand or something like that. It's unbelievable. The water's teal. It's it's just I can't even describe it that was the most beautiful spot I think we've been to yet and then after we kind of walked the beach and hung out there a little bit we walked up to back where our car was and ate at uh, the crepe cafe there which crepes are always a good thing for gluten free people because often if they have buckwheat crepes um, they're gluten free So I just got like strawberry Nutella crepe and we wanted to kind of eat something heavier before we got back to the resort this time. So we didn't run into another issue getting dinner. And after we ate, we head back to resort. And in the morning, I think I had mentioned we'd gotten tickets to go to a 6.30 art and culture tour of Alani. Um, And this was an amazing tour. Um, yeah, so the tour guide was actually the same person who we had seen telling stories a few nights before at the fire pit, and he is just like a wealth of knowledge. He's been in Alani since its opening. He talked about how Joe Roddy actually grew up, I think, in a town called Maikiki, on Oahu, for a few years, and so he helped design Alani, and um, it was just really amazing. And I mean, he's a local Hawaiian, and he knows a lot about the culture, and it was just the history, and it was just a great, great tour. So anyway, after the tour, we went and went up to the room and tried to change into bathing suits and stuff and come down and do some time in the hot tub, but by the time we got back, it was just after 8 and apparently all of the hot tubs and pools closed at 8. We thought that they kept one pool and one hot tub up until 10 but that was incorrect so that's a little bit early for everything to close but um, it was what it was. All right it's nine forty-five at night on Wednesday January 11th and we are getting ready to go to sleep um, in, the, in the next hour or so but After I last updated, we were leaving the Waimea Falls and we had to literally like run back, or Zach had to run back to our car where we had parked it. It was like, what, an hour walk away almost? Um, So we ran back by all the surfers in Waimea Bay, caught another glimpse of what was going on there, all the way back up to the bonsai pipeline where we'd parked our car. And we later learned um, that apparently they were anticipating like 50 foot waves today. And so actually all the surfing competitions were canceled because the conditions were considered dangerous for anyone. But I, I don't know who was out there surfing. I mean, they definitely were professional surfers. I guess it was just those who were in the area for the competition who decided to go out anyway but yeah and they the waves I guess were only getting up to like 30 feet or so didn't end up being quite as bad as they anticipated but still pretty wild to see um yeah so then we had to zip over to um North Shore Stables earlier today same day we online we made a reservation for a two o'clock trail ride there um, and we needed to be there half an hour early so that's why we're kind of rushing out of uh, Waimea area and we got there like basically at the stroke of 1 30 and this was really really cute I loved it the place is like um, it's in Wailua which is kind of like in some of these areas in the north shore it's getting into a little bit more of like a less touristy less you know dense areas and so this was just like people who live locally who were really sweet that were our guides who just wanted to tell us about their town and um what they're doing there are at the stables they they're only open like less than a year and a half at the property and basically they took like an old, it sounded like sort of an abandoned property. She said they cleaned out like 40 abandoned cars from the site and it goes right up to the water. It's not like sand beach, but it does go right up to the water and somehow so beautiful view. Like this property was just not in good shape and they have completely, you know, or they're in the process of completely rehabbing it and just like Making it a cool space for community stuff locally too, and then at the front of it, there's all kinds of animals. They have goats and a piglet, and puppies everywhere, just running free on the property. Sheep, um, guinea pigs, rabbit. So um, yeah, they and I think they do all kinds of different like lessons and rides and so we were just doing like a 45 minute trail ride that takes you up by the water they stop and take pictures for you and the horses were great they knew what they were doing and it was really nice and then after that we just drove back to Alani in the morning we had signed up for the 5:30 nature and culture tour which is free at Alani you just need to sign up um, but before that when we got back and it was like probably four o'clock ish, we went up to our room, changed into bathing suits, and then we went down to Ulu Cafe. So and at this time of day until like four thirty, they serve some like more different kinds of food. So they actually do like build your own poke bowls. And I did like shrimp, so it's cooked shrimp, rice. Yuzu, like different sauces and dressings you can add. So that was really good. Zach did like a more traditional raw salmon thing. Um, But that was a good meal. And then we went in the hot tub a little while. And then we sat and dried off and did some reading and at five thirty, we went on this nature and culture tour, which was by the same tour guide who did the art and culture of Alani tour the day prior. And this was another great tour. He talked a lot about kind of the history of the of Hawaii and um, like the different how the different um, species and of plants and animals would have gotten here. Um, and or would have been native to here in the different waves of uh, migration to the islands here it was really a great tour and he always goes above and beyond takes more time than he needs to and so it was great and then after that we went did a little more time in the hot tub and then as he mentioned earlier this morning Zach also decided to book one of the premium experiences which is Means it cost It's an added cost, but it was stargazing, so that was starting at eight thirty. So we got, up, uh, we went up at maybe like six thirty, started getting our showers and changing, and then we were done by seven forty. So we went to another fire pit storytelling, which ended up being one of the stories we already heard, but we still listened and enjoyed. And then we had about half an hour till the stargazing, so we got some dole whip, sat by the pool area, and then we went to the stargazing thing and this ended up being really, really cool. I wasn't sure what to expect, especially because it was forty five dollars per person. Um, but it was about forty five minutes an hour long and it's um I think it's someone who it sounds like he maybe this is his own business that he takes to different places, but he's here at Alani a lot, most nights, um, where he basically has, like, some crazy telescopes, two of them, one that takes pictures and one that's just massive and can see really far. And he showed us in the big telescope, he kind of explains what everything is, and he he shows you, like different planets, different stars and then on the other telescope they're taking pictures which they send you those pictures at the end and they're also showing those images that they're pulling up in the moment on a screen and so we have those pictures now that we can look at but we saw like multiple he He takes you to Mars, Jupiter a few different nebulas um, and then some like young stars and then a, a an exploding star and he talks throughout about different like um, constellations and things in the sky that you're looking at so it was super cool and that was the end of our night y'all it's one o'clock and it's we're at I'm gonna butcher this I think it's Le'e point which is kind of on the northeast side of the island, but I wanted to do a quick voice memo here so you could catch some of the amazing um, sounds of the waves crashing. This morning we woke up same as always, around like 7 or something, but we had um, scheduled a few days ago, I think it was maybe on Tuesday or maybe Monday, to have um, a character breakfast at Um, one of the restaurants at Alani and so that was at 10am so we kind of just hung out in the room till I think almost 9 and then we got up and went um, and kind of walked around a little went back across the street to the shopping center Zach got Island Vintage Coffee because that's been his favorite coffee so far on the island Um, and just strolled around and Enjoyed the morning, and then we actually signed up to take a boat from the lagoon, a canoe from the lagoon, which is like, there'll be other people on it and stuff at 8.30 tomorrow morning. And we signed up right at Alani at Makiki Joe's Shack. Um, And we were told by one of the people working there that 8.30 is a good time to see some turtles and whales and things in the ocean. Um, Yes, we signed up for that for tomorrow While we were walking around this morning And then at 9 o'clock On the app for Elani Is when you can start to see when characters Will be out that day And we saw that at 9.45 Kind of like right near the entrance to the restaurant Moana was going to be out So about 5-10 minutes before we got in line We were like the second or third Group in line So that we could see Moana and um she came out right at 9:45. within five minutes we got to interact with her a little and get some pictures they have photo pass we didn't pay for photo pass i don't know if we will or won't but then they'll also have a character attendant who can take your picture on your phone a couple of mornings ago we had done we had seen before we ran out that stitch was out so we actually had gotten photos with stitch a few mornings ago with like a cute little lay on and, stuff. and All the characters here are extra great. Um, And then we walked right in, got in, uh, signed in, and then they take you out and you take a photo with Mickey. And then they will use your phone and take one, but they'll also ask you if if you want to pay like $35 separate from the photo pass at Alani to buy those photos, which we ended up doing just because I felt like they were good pictures and you got mickey and his little lay and it's just it was cute and then the breakfast is only 48 dollars a person which for a character breakfast is not crazy especially because like a breakfast here is probably going to be 20 or 30 bucks on its own anywhere that we've been on the island and honestly, it took them a while to take us back. So, like, you go, you do, you get your pictures with Mickey, then you sit and wait in the waiting area. Then they call you to come take us picture with Minnie, who's dressed like a chef and standing in like a kind of like a cooking looking set. Uh-uh. But for some reason, those weren't part of the thirty five dollars. That's the photo pass or your phone picture. Then they sat you down. And you, can, you got fresh fruit, pastries, which they did provide me with a vegan gluten-free brownie, which was nice. And then your choice of an entree. I got like eggs and ham and potatoes and Zach got a loco moco, which we thought everything was good. They had pog juice. Our waitress was great. She was so sweet. And then Stitch and Pluto come around, and they were so cute um, to interact. Yeah, and then basically we left and we drove up this way because at 2:40 we just booked last night a um, a zip lining tour up here in the mountains through Climeworks Keana Farms. So we're gonna kill some time for the next hour till we have to be there and report back later on how it goes. Three, two, one. Go. Okay. Back Amanda. You up? Okay. okay, it's 11 a.m. on Friday here in Oahu and um, I think the last I talked to you was maybe around noon or one yesterday. Um, so we had gone to that it was a really beautiful point on like the northeastern part of the island, I think, where there was like uh, just some beautiful views. So we hung out there for a minute, mm-hmm. and then um, we had booked to do some zip lining at a place called Climbworks at Kaina Farms, um, right there in the North Shore area. But we had. It was a 2.40 zip line appointment, and we had to be there at 2.10. At that point, we had about two hours uh, until our appointment, so a little bit less than that. So we had some time to kill up there. And a lot of people talk about going to the Polynesian Cultural Center in Oahu, which is sort of described as like cross between like a museum and a theme park. For like um, learning about the history of multiple different, like there's like different areas set up for different, different Polynesian islands, um, and we'd like looked into this and gone back and forth on it, but ultimately it kind of has like a little bit of a weird history and background. <laughs> Without, I'll leave you to your own devices to figure out what I mean, but basically. It is not run by like any type of Polynesian organization and it is also the money that it costs to go there, which I think is like 70 bucks a head for the day, also does not go to any type of Polynesian organization. So we opted against it, but um, the tour book we've been using is called Oahu Revealed, which has been really great. And the things they recommend have generally turned out great for us, but so they did say, like, uh, you know, maybe you do this, the cultural center, maybe you don't, but there's kind of a free area in front of it with, like, different restaurants and stores and stuff, so we decided to check it out while we were killing time and kind of just walked around the different stores and, um checked out like the different food stands we didn't really end up getting anything except for Zach got like a tarot roll from um a bakery there that was basically all we did um and then we headed over to the zipline course at Climbworks and we had a great time. This it says it's three hours. It probably took us like two and a half to get through the course, and so super safe. They suit you all up with harnesses and helmets, um, and then you kind of do like a little bit of a practice zip line on the ground there, and then they take you up in ATVs to the top of the mountains. And this is the this eastern part of the island is where there's this beautiful like Jurassic Park looking mountains i say that because they actually filmed jurassic park up there and um so the atv you top to the top of the mountain and then you just start ziplining your way down there are a couple of like sort of repel parts and like a part where you kind of pull yourself up but everything's with ropes and harnesses and you get great views of the mountains the farm and the ocean, so that was really fun. We had a great time, and then like they start teaching you diff- different like um, positions and like how to uh, zip line, like basically flip, flip yourself upside down. So we had a great time. That was really fun, and we were out of there by like five o'clock, and um, we were starting to wake make our way back to Alani. From there, that's kind of the furthest point, so it's going to take us like an hour almost an hour and a half. But we decided to add a detour back in Kailua at the Pie Fish Market and have dinner there. So we got there around six o'clock, ate dinner. I had fish tacos again. Zach had a like a fish burger, everything was great. And then we drove back to Alani. Um, and we really quickly, at this point, we were, it was like 6.30 when we got back. and Or no, 7.30 when we got back. And the um, all the pools and hot tubs closed at 8. So we ran up, put on our swimsuits, and quick jumped in a hot tub for 15 minutes before they kicked us out. And then for, at, starting at 7, they were showing The Greatest Showman on the lawn at Alani, And I really wanted to do this. Every time we go to a Disney resort, I always want to do like the... Movie by the pool, but we never end up doing it um, and they, they only had this twice during the week we 've been here a few nights ago. it was raya and the last dragon and it uh, it just didn 't work out timing wise so the movie had started at seven, but we went over at eight, and they were just at the you know the rewrite the stars part of greatest showman, and we watched from there to the end, and it was really nice sitting there and watching the movie on the big projector screen. And then after that, we basically got ready for bed. Um, Kind of by nine o'clock, there isn't a whole lot to do at Alani. So um, we got ready for bed and that was that. And then this morning we had scheduled a few days ago to have a fitness class on paddle boards here at Alani and we got a call around six in the morning. It was supposed to be at 7.30 that it was canceled. Not totally sure why, um, but then we also had scheduled yesterday to do an 8.30 a.m. canoe ride from Alani. Um And so we slept in a little bit later and by 8.15 we were down checking in for the boats and we did a really fun little canoe ride, it's about an hour. They take you kind of around Coalina. We saw a turtle come really close and like come up out of the water. We keep getting told that people are seeing humpback whales because it's whale season, but we've yet to see a single whale since we've been here and we were told that would be a good time to go and see them, but it didn't work out. The water was super clear and we both took Dramamine before, but I don't even know if it would have been necessary. It was a really smooth ride. And then we went back, we got back to Alani and we had some breakfast at, just at the Ulu Cafe to go place. They have, I think they have acai bowls till like 4.30. So we haven't gotten one yet, but they were really good. Fresh fruit, honey, and that was it. Now we just were walking the beach walk a little, and today we plan to stick around the resort and see what we see. Okay, it's 11 p.m. on Saturday, January 14th. Um, today was our last full day in Hawaii and our checkout day at Alani. so it's kind of a sad day, um, but last I updated was like 36 hours ago, so I just wanted to give a quick update before I go to bed, and we're trying to, we're trying to stay up a little later today because we're going to have uh, a very late night Hawaii time slash early morning um, Central time tomorrow, which I'll clarify tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, so after we walked the beach walk yesterday morning we picked yesterday to kind of just be our Alani resort day. So it was pretty chill. We we went on the beach and went in the water a little. Uh, and then we had been talking about, or I had been talking about wanting to run a paddleboard and try it out, something I never tried before. And then when we were going to do the fitness class on Friday morning, we thought, okay, we'll just do that instead on a paddleboard. But since that didn't happen, we decided to rent the paddleboard, and you can rent it right there at Makiki Joe's, at Alani, in the lagoon, and I thought that was kind of like a pretty tame place to learn how to do the stand-up paddleboard. So it's $45 for an hour. Um, I paddle boarded for about half an hour, and then Zach switched off, and he did it for half an hour, and we both really liked it. It was relaxing, fun. That I mean, that area is a little bit maybe more stressful because there's so many people, and it's hard to kind of as you're learning navigate around them but once you kind of get through the more shallow part then it's a little easier so we did that we went on the other slide which is that just the slide you do with without a tube and tried that out and that was fun and then um, we went in one of the other pools we like we discovered like that there are like three different pools and we totally didn't even know like it took us a few days to find the second then a few more days we realized oh there's a third one tucked away too but these ones that aren't connected to the lazy river and the slides were seemed a lot warmer we think like the flowing water was kind of cooling down the other pool so that one was a little bit nicer and it is like an infinity pool looking out into the ocean so we went in there because we our boat driver in the morning gave us a tip that If you go under the water, there's something you can hear and they like pipe in whale sounds. So we were checking that out and then we spent some more time in the hot tub, the 18 plus hot tub. And then um, after that, when we had done the art and culture tour, we, we found out that you can rent these iPads in the community hall and it's free they're free to just borrow they just give you an hour take your name and give you the iPad and there are, i guess there are scavenger hunts on there for like families to do but then um for for us what we were interested in were there are different tours you can do that kind of walk you through each you can click on p- basically any piece of artwork in the building, and it'll tell you, like, the history of that piece and where it came from and who the artist was and what their intent was. So we spent some time with um, walking around with the iPad. And then um, base- and we, we, we saw a few more characters over the last few days. We saw Olu Mel yesterday, who's a friend of Duffy and the mascot for Alani. So we took pictures with him. Um, And then we had booked the only thing, like literally I think the only thing that we had booked in advance to activity-wise was the Alani Luau because our travel agent, Main Street Travel, um, Chuck Marchetti, he tipped us off. um, I think it was two weeks out when our final payment was due that the luau's were filling up for our week um, and we needed to to book ahead of time so we had booked two general seats for the luau which started at five so we wanted to take some time to shower and put on nice clothes and uh, take a little time to dry off and whatever before we went to the luau so that's basically all we did yesterday um and then we went ahead and, and we got in line for the Lou out 4:30 because Zach had read beforehand that so there's general and preferred seating and the preferred seating essentially is supposed to get in to sit at five o'clock and ten minutes later general gets in everything else is equal but it's I think at least it was like twenty dollars more per person for preferred so it'd been forty extra dollars for ten extra minutes so we decided not to book that at the time. But then we read, like, if you're in general seating, you do still want to get there, like, early and line up so that at 5.10, you're at the front of the general seating pack. So we got in line at 4.30, and it was actually closer to 5.30 till they started letting the general group through. And we were – it was getting a little, to be honest, like, frustrating, and everyone around us in line was frustrated and, you know, hungry and grumpy because they also in addition to the preferred seating they had some like a law firm event that they just let those people in front of all the general seating people also and it looked like a lot more people than it was so everyone was feeling like okay we got here an hour ago (laughs) and it didn't matter and they let this whole other group through and um, no one's even saying anything to us and after all that waiting we're not going to get a good seat but it honestly ended up Totally fine. We got a, we got great seats. We could see everything fine, but definitely would not have wanted to be in the back of the pack, like in just showing up at you know five ten, um, because also so the the dinner starts at six, but for the first hour from five to six there's different stations out, which honestly are more for kids. We didn't do a whole lot, but it was cute to walk around and see. They had a poi pounding. Station. They had, like, a flower lay station. They had um, a ukulele station where you could learn to play a few chords. And then a tattoo station where they would roll on, like, tattoos onto your arm or whatever. Um, So we walked around that a little and then kind of just sat and waited. And then you obviously pay a separate price for luau, but your includes like a full dinner. I didn't realize it was going to be a buffet, but it was buffet style for the adults and for the kids they were served like a bento box of food. And then um it's also like there's a bar you can go up and get as many drinks as you want. And that's included in your price. And um so yeah, the food the food was decent. I mean, it was good, but honestly it wasn't <laughs> For how expensive the luau is it wasn't mind-blowing food um they have poi to try which is like a traditional um Hawaiian food which we did not particularly enjoy and we were talking to um one of the tour guides on the horseback riding earlier in the week was like yeah nobody really likes poi here no nobody except for like the older folks you know um and then there's like rice teriyaki chicken prime rib Um, there were, there was like salad with poke, salmon, um, and like a little dessert bar with different, you know, little desserts to try. For me, they brought me a vegan gluten-free brownie, which is the same one that they served me at like three or four different meals, but I'm not complaining it was good. And I think it was like actually not a prepackaged thing. Um, it's just that they must make them and like freeze them or something at the resort um, so yeah we we ate well, they also had like a like a purple Okinawa sweet potato uh mashed sweet potato, and that was really good um that was not dairy free, but sometimes I have a little dairy, so if you're dairy free though you 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 would have to probably avoid that one um so that was our night, and then from 7 to 8, all throughout dinner, there is a little bit of, like, live music playing on and off or a live hula performances on and off. But the the main bulk of the show goes from 7 to 8. And at the very beginning, no spoilers, but at the very beginning, they kind of do, like, a more, like, kiddish little number, and they bring out Mickey and Minnie. And after that, the rest of it is pretty, you know, is more serious, and it, it felt like they tried to um, really get into the the history and the culture of this specific part of Oahu where Alani is located. So it was was cool. After that, that basically was was our night because we had rescheduled our 7.30 a.m. fitness class for this morning, Saturday morning, and they actually comped it since they had canceled on us the morning of the day before, so we got a free fitness class. So we woke up this morning like a little before 7, just threw on bathing suits and ran down to the ocean, and we had a 30-minute fitness class out on the water in paddle boards and this was really great like I was so relaxing it was like the right amount of you know workout but also not too difficult and we didn't fall in or anything which I was worried about and the um, fitness instructor is like a former navy guy and he was just like really like a great hype man and like I wish I could have him as my trainer all the time but I did say to Zach, we came back. I felt like I would want to do more fitness classes like that to start my day. Um, so after that, we it was a little cold though. The um, in the morning to be out in the water it was like only like barely seventy. So and we did. I mean, we did get a little bit wet. So we ran right up and got in the hot tub right when it opened at eight o'clock as our class was ending. Um, it spent a good amount of time there. And then we had a little bit of a list of things we wanted to get done before we checked out. Um, We Well, a couple days ago, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday, maybe, we called and were able to get a spa appointment for today. This was the only day we could get in, but obviously we were calling last minute. Um, So we wanted to do couples massage. So we had a 2 o'clock appointment, and we were supposed to be there by 1 o'clock. So at this point, we had basically between 9-ish when we got out of the hop tub and and 1 to get stuff done. But we had to check out by 11. So the first thing we did was run up to the room, change in dry clothes, pack up our whole entire life, felt like, um, and check out at the desk and then um we went and grabbed some quick breakfast at ulu cafe zach had some french toast i had more eggs and bacon and potatoes um we just sat outside and ate that and then we um we went and you know side note i should mention (laughs) last night we did more laundry and it is it's expensive it's like it's eight bucks to wash and dry, and we had multiple loads, but um, and it took a while because it ended up being crowded. to my knowledge, there's only one laundry room and only has three washing machines and six dryers, which is crazy for how big of a resort it is i'm I'm guessing maybe some of the d v c rooms actually have laundry in them, and that's why, but we did not anyway. So that's how we ended our night last night, um but. Back to today, after breakfast, we packed up our stuff. And after that, after checkout um, and breakfast, we went and picked up the iPad again because we wanted to do some more of those tours. So we did that. We saw Donald was out and we stopped to get in line with him. Donald has been my favorite since I was little. And I have like a purse that has some of the characters on it, including Donald. So I showed it to him and was telling him like, you're my favorite one, but don't tell Mickey. And then he promptly kicked Zach out of the picture and tried to hug and kiss me. So that was pretty cute. The characters at Alani are like next level. They take time with each person and they want to interact with you. And it was really sweet. Um, And I've never been a huge character person, but for some reason, the characters here just felt more, maybe because there's no lines and it's not in and out, just felt a little bit easier to interact with characters um so yeah we did some more of the tours and then basically we did um all the shopping we did holding out on anything we thought about getting but hadn't got we bought loaded up the car and then we went to our spa appointment which um try to keep it short and sweet but basically the spa at alani is incredible um it's not just like your service so we booked a 50-minute couples massage Um, but you come an hour before and they take you on a tour through the whole area and of course there's you know locker rooms and showers and stuff for the um, for you to get ready they also tell you just come in your bathing suit and then after you're ready um, there's a sauna in each locker room and and a eucalyptus infused steam room And then you can walk out from the locker rooms into a, like, fenced-off outside area that you can't get to from anywhere, like, other than through the spa that has, like, multiple different hot tubs at different temperatures for um, soaking. And they have, like, a cool plunge tub that go back and forth between the cool and the hot. And then they have six different outdoor showers that kind of, like, are different pressure and point at different So one of them is like coming out of your back or your neck. And they were really great and kind of like a stone walking area to massage your feet. So you get an hour almost out there, which is awesome. We had a great time. We're so relaxed by the time they called us in to go and change for the actual service. And then you come and wait, sit in a little waiting area where they have some like little baked goods and tea and juice and water you can wait and then your technician will come and get you and like I said we did a couple's massage and we upgraded to like it's like 10 extra dollars per person to add hot stone and like I think like bamboo sticks so they do hot stones on your back and then the bamboo sticks on your legs the service was great um We both felt great after and then we literally like did one quick lap said goodbye to alani and got in the car to drive back to waikiki and check in at the royal hawaiian the royal hawaiian is like a hotel that opened in 1927 and if you ever see pictures of the pink hotel in in hawaii this is the hotel um and so the line for check-in was a little bit long But they were really sweet. They asked if we were celebrating anything. We mentioned it was our anniversary. They gave us a certificate for free drinks um, at one of their bars. And they also gave us, like, a certificate for a free bakery item. And then I don't think this was related to our anniversary, but they had upgraded us to, like, a one-bedroom suite. So we went up to the room, and it's really nice, like, king bed in one room with a TV and like a nice bathroom and then there's a room you can shut the door to which is where I am right now um, which is just a sitting area with another TV, couch, multiple chairs table Um, there's a wedding happening here right now which is the music you hear outside Um, and so the room was great and then basically we hadn't eaten since since breakfast so we were ready right away to go um, and find something to eat and we decided for a third time to go to Paya Fish Market but we went by way of the tropical tribe pliable uh, acai bowl place but only to pick up the Brazilian cheese bread they serve there so we both got ourselves a little Brazilian cheese bread appetizer and then we walked to Paya Fish Market and the one in Waikiki had such a long line we waited in line for I don't probably it was like 45 minutes just to order our food then once we ordered, the food came out in like 10 minutes so quickly. And it was great, as always. Um, and we literally walked around from seven till like nine thirty and went in stores and basically just tried to keep ourselves awake later than usual, since we want to sleep later in the morning, wake up later since we have a late night. So that's kind of been the rest of our day. All right, it's almost 2 o'clock in DFW Airport on Monday, January 16th. I didn't update yesterday because yesterday was a really short day or a really long day, depending on how you look at it. We weren't in Sunday for a normal amount of hours, technically. Um... But we were up for many hours in a row. So even though we tried to sleep in on Saturday, so I mean, go to sleep later on Saturday and wake up later on Sunday, we kind of were up pretty early, 7.30 probably. But tried to stay in bed a little bit and just rest. But by I think 9, 9.30 we were out walking around. Why Kiki? Zach's eating a burrito, so I hope you can hear that. It's all part, it's all part, of it's <laughs> no i want I want that that's good <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we pretty much just tried to walk as much as we could yesterday and move our bodies because we knew we were gonna be sitting on a plane for seven hours um. Zach did book a surf lesson. That was the last thing he'd really wanted to do, but it just didn't work out. So he had that booked from 11 till I think it was like 12, 15 through, I think it was Star Beach, Star Boys Beach or something in Waikiki, and it was only like 55 bucks for the lesson. So um, basically we packed up and checked and left the room and put our stuff with the bell services at Royal Hawaiian, walked around We couldn't really, we were going to try to eat breakfast before his 11 o'clock appointment, but we couldn't really get in anywhere um, because it was Sunday or, yeah, it was Sunday morning breakfast time. So we ended up just grabbing stuff to go basically and like Starbucks stuff. And then he did his little surf lesson and I read on the beach. And then we were able to book through Royal Hawaiian. We had to book it like the day before when we checked in. A hospitality suite which had like shower and stuff so we could wash up um, after the beach which was really nice. They had those at Alani too but we just didn't need to use it. Uh, Again after we washed up we just walked around a whole bunch and um, tried to get in as many steps as we could and see a little bit of the beach for the last time and we grabbed one last smoothie bowl at Tropical Tribe, which was, we determined the best smoothie bowl we had had. Um, and then we got our car and headed to the airport around like 3.45, 4 o'clock. We were on our way to the airport. That's obviously Hawaii time. Um, so our flight was scheduled to take off at p.m. Hawaii time, which is basically midnight Eastern. Um, and everything, we're so lucky, everything went on perfectly on time again. The flight was great. We caught a couple good movies on the plane. Can't complain. Technically, when we landed, it was like 2 a.m. Um, well, I guess it was like 1.30 a.m. because we landed actually a little bit early. Um, Hawaii time and then we we landed in Dallas um but it was 6 or 5.30am in Dallas when we landed um and so technically I guess it was a red eye but we decided to treat it like it was still 2.30 in the morning and we were going to bed so that we would feel good today hopefully and um so we had booked about a week or so ahead of time the Fairfield Marriott South Dallas Airport and um, so we just took an Uber it took us like 10 minutes we were in there by 6am I think in our room and we became Marriott Bonvoy members Zach did right before the flight when he booked this because they told us it was free to join they told us we would get the perk of being able to basically request a late checkout. Although technically the Royal Hawaiian was also Marriott and we requested a late checkout and we weren't able to get one, but you know, uh, whatever. So we were able to, to get a one, a, 1 PM central time checkout this morning. So we basically slept for like six hours from like six that we washed up, slept from like six thirty to twelve thirty, washed up again. And, Headed to the airport, and they had actually a shuttle this time of day that we could take from there. And we literally walked straight through security. We didn't have to pick up tickets or anything because they printed them yesterday. Our bags are already in Philly, it looks like. So everything is, I mean, major points to Americans so far, but I don't want to speak too soon because we have an hour and a half till our flight takes off, and anything could happen. And then we're just gonna hang here for the next hour and a half and probably do one more update late tonight when we get to Lancaster or maybe tomorrow. Um, And a final like thoughts on the trip at that point. But at this point, the concern is just getting home. All right, so here's the deal it's actually, what, Wednesday night? Yep. (laughs) Zach's with me. We just ran, so if we're out of breath, that's why. Look at us being sportsy. Um, I meant to update when we got home Monday or at least yesterday morning, but we are just not about it. (laughs) But we did want to provide some closure on our trip, so um, last time I updated we were in DFW and miracle of miracles, four out of four on-time flights. Um, And we boarded at Dallas for Philly on time, like 3.30 Central. It's a three hour flight, but you're an hour behind. So we landed at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. My mom picked us up. And until we got home to her house, it was what, 10.30? So all in all, from door to door, we were traveling for like... Too long. 26 hours from the time we left our hotel in Hawaii till we got home to our house in Lancaster, PA. But honestly, we feel pretty good compared to like what I thought going in. Do you feel that way? Yeah. Okay, so... Anyway, that's the end of the trip, and we wanted to give some parting thoughts. First, I wanted to say... I felt like a weirdo doing this but our podcast is still pretty small and I felt like this was a memory I wanted to have for Zach and I and not just like to have the details of what we did but our voices and the sounds of where we were and I noticed I paid way more attention to sound like oh like I hear the birds chirping let's like record so we have that or the waves sound great let's record so that kind of made it like a fun addition to our trip and I feel like if you have like vlog capabilities and you're going on a trip it would be really fun to do or recording like this or just some way to capture every detail so thank you for bearing with us if you did and if not we'll have this for decades to come But anyway, let's do some parting thoughts on the trip in general. Zach, first question. On a scale of 1 to 10, Oahu, Hawaii as a destination.
1: 10. Easy.
0: Yeah. I think we both agreed that this was the best trip we've ever been on. Not that we've done like a ton of traveling, but we've been a number of places. And... Zach worked on a cruise ship, so we've seen some different places that have kind of like the tropical clear water, and this blew everything out of the water. Totally. Um, so let's do, um, the modern Waikiki scale of one to ten for resort. Uh,
1: I, I I give it like a six and a half, just. Based on like what you're getting for the price, maybe yeah. higher because it was the cheapest hotel we went to. Yeah. Seven and a half.
0: I'm I'm right around the six. Like I'm kind of like grossed out by carpets and like. I'm really like, we lived in New York City, so I get really skeeved out. I'm worried I'm gonna get bugs or something everywhere, and so I inspect every detail. And I didn't feel like, in pictures, it looked super sleek and clean. and didn't feel like it was actually clean in practice. We also never used any of their amenities. Like, they had a pool that looked really cool, but we never used it. We were only there for one night, so um, yeah. How about the Royal Hawaiian in Waikiki? And our cat's trying to escape as we're entering the house.
1: <laughs> Royal Hawaiian. I mean, all right. I'm gonna stick with six and a half for the other one. I'll go seven for Royal Hawaiian.
0: Yeah, I would. Get, I would go with a seven, seven and a half. I feel like it's a beautiful historic place. And every time I saw pictures of it online, I was like, I have to stay there. But it actually was like comparable in price to. Alani, and when you look at it like that, it was nowhere near the amenities you get. Right. So like again, we were there for one night. And like you know, we didn't get to do a whole lot, but we saw their like activity list. It was nowhere near. They had maybe one or two like activities HJ included. They did provide like we talked about. They gave us like free drinks cuz it was our anniversary and they gave like a free pastry voucher. But the pool is literally, like, comically small. Yeah. And they share, like, the pool that's only for the Royal Hawaiian. Then they share a pool area with um, the Sheraton Waikiki next door. And this is what's, like, almost trying to be a little more family-friendly. That pool area has, like, a little slide and a little hot tub area. And honestly... We felt like it was disgusting. Like, it was so overcrowded with people. It felt dirty. It smelt like cigars all around the pool area. There was sand everywhere. We were definitely spoiled because we had started. But well, before that, we were at Alani. So, yeah, I would say, like, it wasn't worth the price. But other than that, like, there was nothing wrong with it. It was a nice hotel. And then Alani, scale of one to 10.
1: I mean, <clears throat> That's the, the best hotel ever. I would, I would say 9.5 only because it takes so long to get anywhere else on the island. The hotel itself is like 15 out of 10, and the location is like 7 out of 10.
0: But basically,
1: but you're still on yeah. Oahu, so like. Yeah,
0: but it's a beautiful location.
1: Yeah, the location's great. It's just, we had to drive a lot.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna get around the island a lot, Though any area you pick, it's going to be like 45 minutes to any other area. Right. So it's kind of like a wash.
1: So get a convertible.
0: <laughs> okay. And then um, I'm going to give it, yeah, like a 9.5 out of 10 also. And my only downside is we talked a little bit about it before. Like their allergy foods options weren't up to what I would be used to from Disney World. And what I was expecting. And so it got a little frustrating with the food. And like, because it isn't super close to other options, you're stuck just eating what's there. And uh, to be fair, if you're staying in like a bigger room or like a DVC room, you're gonna have a kitchen. But one, we didn't wanna cook on vacation, that's our choice. And two, we were in a resort hotel room, so we didn't have the kitchen option. But other than that, it's absolutely gorgeous, clean. All the activities were amazing, the art, the culture. And the area has a lot of nice hotels and resorts that are probably similar in price and location and all that. But none of them have the imagineering, like the in-depth like, attempt to incorporate the history and the culture and the art. And that just made it really special. And we've stayed, from a Disney perspective, we've stayed at everything from like Port Orleans Riverside, Caribbean Beach to like Riviera and Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge and this one blew them out of the water.
1: Yeah. I mean cuz they're they're making up for not having the parks there. Right? So everything like it's above yeah. and beyond yeah. anything you could imagine. Like the My favorite part was the infinity pool. When you put your ear under the water, there's like whale calls. They have piped in like sound underneath the water.
0: Yeah. And like the character interactions are like fun and quick. And I'm not always a character person, but just that like little Disney flavor is nice. And people, for people with kids, like they really do stay there all day, every day. And there's enough for them to do, you know, for us, like. It's easy to get around cuz it's just the two of us and so that was worth it for us to do but you could definitely never leave the resort. I wouldn't recommend it cuz I think there's so much to see on the island but right. um okay so best food real quick.
1: Oh the the fish market. I mean we went there like mm. so many times because it was so good.
0: I think mine is actually Tropical Tribe which was just like a little smoothie bowl stand in Waikiki. But I loved Paya Fish Market. Something about the raw honey they would put on the bowl that I kept getting, and I've never been a honey person, just like blew my mind. And we tried to buy honey and bring it back, but honestly we were like two pounds away from not getting on the plane, on the like our bags not getting on the plane, so we couldn't squeeze it in. Um, Okay, best activity or thing we did or place we went outside of the hotels
1: uh just watching surfing on like 30 foot waves was incredible
0: yeah i think that's probably my number one too there's so many things like we said we obviously we did like every activity known to man it felt like we just <laughs> kept adding activity on activity and there wasn't a single activity i can think of that wasn't worth our time or money mm-hmm. The the spa was great the like exercise class the stars the um horseback riding like everything we did was great but um I do feel like my number one would also be watching the surfing it was just mind-blowing and I would definitely recommend going during their winter like surf season when the waves are like that because it's just unlike anything you've seen but I also think like my Number one, number one was ziplining. <laughs> we had the best time. Like I felt like when I I said to Zach, like just when they taught us and we were just like hanging upside down like on a zipline, you could see the ocean, the incredible mountains there. I felt like I was like a kid. Like it was just amazing. Um, I would do that that one over and over again. Um, oh, we should have started with the the worst <laughs> but what was your what was your uh, like negative i mean like
1: the yeah, just pit. just trying to like find food in certain areas at certain times was challenging cuz it's everything so spread grumpy. out that too <laughs>
0: <laughs> and mine that was definitely not my favorite but i didn't really probably make it sound like this when we first started recording, but honestly, our first day, we spent the first like 24 hours in Waikiki and about like a few hours in, I've had to turn to Zach and say like, I'm feeling kind of disappointed <laughs> because I would personally not recommend spending a lot of time in Waikiki. Like maybe if you stay at a or a resort like that in like a more remote, lush, beautiful area Drive down there for a day and pop into some of the restaurants and whatever, but it's a little bit more like any city kind of beach. Obviously, the water's a little bit clearer, well, a lot clearer, and there's palm trees and all that, but it's still kind of like Fifth Avenue. We were saying it was like Fifth Avenue meets Atlantic City. Like, it's like if you've been to like an impressive, you know, city with like designer stores down every block that's kind of like one block from the ocean there is just that and then the actual like on the water is like a bunch of kind of more touristy like restaurants and like souvenir shops and stuff and so I was like oh I was expecting Hawaii to be like remote jungly like the ocean meets the mountains and you couldn't see a whole lot of that you can see one of the um like volcanoes from there but it's a lot more like city. So just know that if you're going to go there and don't go in with the expectation I have. And then once we were on to Alani and I was seeing some of that other stuff, I was obviously not even remotely disappointed. But that would be kind of my caution to people to just be aware that like Waikiki, Honolulu, it's a city. So it, it is what it is. Um, but overall, mm, final question. When are you taking me back?
1: <laughs> next
0: year yeah hopefully we'll go back very soon (laughs) we're like okay if we're gonna buy into DVC, this is gonna be it so anyway hope you enjoyed and hopefully it's helpful if you go on a honeymoon or an anniversary or any kind of trip we would highly recommend hawaii All right. Well, thanks so much to Amanda for doing all the work of recording as she was on vacation. Hopefully it helps you give you an idea of what a trip to Alani might look like and some of the different options you would have. Um, We will be back in your ears next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Lenny got it together.